I, I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> You know what time it is when you hear that sound. It's time for Frank's Power Play. Frank, take it away. And unfortunately, I do have to start with a little bit of sad news from the hockey world. Is Last night there was a junior team from Saskatchewan on the hump. That was the uh, – let me click on it. Come on, Frank. Come yeah, on. the huh, – sorry. It was the uh, team from Humboldt, Ulta. The Humboldt Broncos of the Saskatchewan Junior League. He was involved in a crash of a semi-trailer. Fourteen of their players were killed, unfortunately. And, I mean, this is this is something that does kind of hit home for me as I've had several friends who have played hockey and have had to travel, including a, I've got a couple family friends out in California. And also, seeing it's another bus tragedy, that kind of hits home as well as... It was 2007 when uh, the Bluffton bus crashed in Atlanta, and a couple of guys who I, one I went to high school with, was on that bus. He, fortunately, he survived with minor injuries, but uh, another one from my alma mater, Tim Berta, um, suffered critical injuries, and, and, and you know I know he's gone along. He's doing with, well for himself. Yes, actually. he he is. So I mean that's something that does kind of hit home. And then some other news, uh, Jonathan Petrie. The kid who was uh, became well known with the Ottawa Senators because they were really trying to help him out because he had an extremely rare skin disorder. Her, he unfortunately passed away hey, a couple days ago. So I mean, definitely want to send condolences to the Humboldt Bron- families of those from the Humboldt Broncos and uh, Jonathan Petrie's family. Hey, is it's not been good. Not a good way to start off, but you know, it's get going to some better things. And one of those happens to be updated draft lottery odds in the Rasmus Dolan sweepstakes. As right now, the team with the best odds is the Buffalo Sabres, whereas they currently have an 18.5% chance to get the number one pick. They are currently locked into that. The Ottawa Senators are currently second. They're locked into there with 13.5%. And then from third through about fifth, could change. Arizona has the third best as of now. Montreal, the fourth best. And the Red Wings have the fifth best. But there's actually a scenario where if the Red Wings lose in regulation to the Islanders, plus the Canadians at least, the Montreal Canadiens at least get a point point against the Maple Leafs and the Arizona Coyotes also win in regulation and the Vancouver Canucks also get a point in point or win then the Wings could have the third best chance at landing a number one pick and could end up getting a top three pick which is exactly what they will need moving on from that at 
No, as we stick with the Red Wings, is I came across a post from my good friend Taylor Phillips of the Michigan Sports Truth. It says Chris Illich and Ken Holland may have a disagreement in the front office, as there, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, that Ken Holland is going to be back with or without a contract. So Holland gets, but of course, there's been that rumor from TSN that he could be the front runner for the Seattle job, which doesn't open until 2020. So who knows what's going to happen. It could mean that Chris Illich thinks Holland should experience a rebuild since the Red Wings are in dire need of it. But Holland, of course, seemingly refuses to do it because he's stuck on the mantra that it takes 15 years to rebuild, which you that only 15, is, 15 years. That's what Holland. I have heard Ken Holland say that rebuilds take fifteen years. Um, no, no, they don't. Look at trust the process with the 76ers. Exactly. I have said the same exact thing, Derek. Heck, the 76ers were are one team. Which, by the way, they the process looks pretty solid there. And another team that trusts the process was the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, look, it, the process works. I mean, honestly, I'm at the point where. Maybe they should bring Sam Hinkie in as a consultant. But that, but enough for that. And other news. With playoffs coming up, there is a potential tie-breaking game that could be played between the Panthers and the Flyers if they end up tied. Because they're fighting for the 8th and final spot in the Eastern Conference and they could end up tied in all the tiebreaker categories. Okay, so well, here's what has to take place. The Flyers would have to lose to the Rangers today. That game will take place at 3 o'clock on NBC. Oh, actually the game's going to be televised. Okay, yeah. on oh, regular network or the sports network? On reg- NBC regular. The regular NBC, Channel 24 in Toledo. Unfortunately, though, guess what's going on? They've got the Masters. Yes, I know. Well, but, of course, here's what has to happen. They have to lose to the Rangers by exactly two goals. No more, no less. The Panthers need to win their final two games of the regular season, Saturday night against the Buffalo Sabres and Sunday against Boston, in a shootout. So this would leave both teams tied in all the major tie-ranking categories. Points between each other, regulation overtime wins, goal differential, head-to-head points, with the odd home game being eliminated. I mean, is it likely to happen? Probably not, but you know, it could happen. So it would, and of course, it might. It may also it'll give people some ammunition towards those who want play-in games for playoffs. But I don't think so. This will be enough, enough of a deal there. There. And speaking of the standings, we'll give an update of them. And there's some teams that. Actually, you know what? We'll hold on one second. We'll skip that. Is I have to give a shout out to the Sedin brothers, Daniel and Henrik, who earlier this week announced their retirement. Drafted in what ninety nine? Yes, ninety nine by the Vancouver Canucks, and I believe they are the only set of twins to spend their entire career with one team. Yeah, the, I think that's in any pro sport, actually. Yes, because the Morris twins were together for a minute, but they're not obvious. Actually, the Morris twins got ejected. Both last night, oh. Friday night. But the Sabine twins—they had a really long career. I'm, are they going to be in the hall? I would say, I would say yes, they are. Okay. I mean, I think, and they'll definitely get their numbers retired in Vancouver. Right. Unfortunately, is Vancouver even making the playoffs? No, uh, they aren't. 
I mean, to me, the Sedins are probably two of the best players to never win a Stanley Cup. I mean, they did have, they came got to one. They they got to a final in 2011, unfortunately came up short. But in their final home game, came at Rogers Place, or excuse me, Rogers Arena. Why did I say Rogers Place? That's in Edmonton. And it was Daniel Sedin who scored the game-winning goal in overtime at 2:33 of overtime. And brother Henrik assisted on it. Yes, that's right. So that was pretty fitting way to play their final home game. Game as they will end up having to play one more tonight in Edmonton. That'll be on Hockey Night in Canada. That would be if you get Channel Nine, good old Channel Nine. You'll probably be able to watch that. They still have that on with Don Cherry and all his suits. Yes, they I do. Seen that in years. I don't. I think it's buried here. I don't even know what you know. I, I know it's available. I know it's available on Buckeye. It is, but it's buried somewhere. It's on CB. It might be CBC, CBNT, or CBC. CBET out of Windsor. Yes, yeah. I know that. I'd say, I know it's like in the fifth. It's in the fifty range somewhere. I don't remember off the top of my head. What is it on HD though? Uh, if, yeah, yeah, actually, yes, it is. I do have a friend who has Buckeye Cable HD, and you can get CBC in crystal clear high definition. Okay. But enough of that. So, we'll now jump to a look at the standings. Things, and right now, teams that have clinched a playoff spot, David the Man of God Harris is Pittsburgh Penguins, who have also locked up the two spot in the Metropolitan Division, and they can... And their season is complete. The Columbus Blue Jackets also clinched. And the New Jersey Devils are back in the playoffs for the first time since 2012. As I mentioned, Philadelphia and Florida fighting for that final spot. I would say it probably goes to Philly because they just have to win and they're in. And over in the West, the Nashville Predators lock up the President's Trophy. 115 points on the season. Winnipeg Jets are locked into the second spot, and they will play at that. And we have one matchup decided as the Minnesota Wild and the Jets will face off against each other in the first round of the playoffs. Ooh. The Vegas Golden Knights obviously have locked up the Pacific Crown. San Jose Sharks sit in second place. But who knows how that's going to shake out as the Sharks currently have second place, but the Anaheim Ducks are just behind them by a point, and the LA Kings two points back. So, who knows what could happen there. Any one of those teams could finish second, third, or fourth. And the final spot for the wild card goes to the St. Louis Blues currently. They will play the Colorado Avalanche today. Actually, tonight at 9 o'clock. That game will actually be on NHL Network in the United States. So, and joined in progress, for the record. As if the, win, if the Blues win or get a point... They clinch a playoff spot. If the Avalanche win in regulation, they get in. So we've got a fight to the finish there. There And teams that have been knocked off out of the playoffs, the Dallas Stars were eliminated last night with a Blues win over the Blackhawks. So that's a look at your standings on this Saturday, the 7th of April. Some stat leaders right now. Connor McDavid, I would say, pretty much... Give him the Art Ross Trophy. 106 points for him, although he has been joined in the 100-point club by Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov, who reached the 100-point plateau last night right against the Sabres. we got three minutes in the power play, Frank. Three Claude Giroux minutes. and 
who could still get there as he plays today. Evgeny Malkin is stuck at 98. He's done for. Nathan McKinnon still could get there as well. Goals. Alex Ovechkin still has a game remaining. He's got three a three-goal lead over Patrick Wine, 47-44. Will Carlson of the Vegas Golden Knights, 43-3. And that'll pretty much do it for there. Some, some nuts and bolts as... As the the Arizona Coyotes did sign goaltender Antti Ranta to a three-year extension worth $4.25 million annual average. And some news on the Department of Player Safety front. Front as Blue Jackets defenseman Ian Cole was fined $5,000 for tripping Vancouver's Brandon Sutter. And Boston's Brad Marchand in the doghouse again. This time he's fined five grand for cross-checking Philly's Andrew McDonald. As that will do it for my power play, with the exception of the national championship in college hockey is tonight, as Notre Dame will face off against Minnesota Duluth. Notre Dame scored a last-second goal against with three Michigan. seconds left mm-hmm. against Michigan. Mm-hmm. So the luck, the luck of the Irish from their women's basketball team winning the national championship with some last-second heroics carries over to the ice. Who knows if it'll if it'll carry over tonight? I don't know if. I don't think Muffet McGraw and Arike Ogumbawale were in attendance, but who knows? Ogumbawale, yeah. She she was ice water in her veins two games in a <laughs> row. Or who knows, maybe she talked. Maybe some of the hockey players talked to her about what it takes to be clutch. Yeah, that's, she got that clutch gene. Some LeBron needs to, to, to learn. Yep, so that'll do it for my power play. Last one of the regular season. On this Saturday, the seventh day of April, of the year of our Lord, 2018. You know, I'll probably have my playoff predictions up next week, actually after Sunday when all the matchups are set. Hold on, Frank. Let's do this for our Red Wings and our Blackhawks. That'll be the sound after tonight because the Wigs play the Islanders tonight. And then they're done after this? Yeah, and then the Black... The Blackhawks, I believe, are in Sunday. They they uh they're done. Well, it doesn't no, they, matter. They After play. this weekend, it's yes. The yeah, black the Blackhawks will play the Jets tonight in Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> so they've are I think they've already vacuumed off the United Center. So and the thing is, they're they're keeping Quinville though. Yeah, I did. I did have. I did happen to see that. Say hello to Maurice warmly. He's joined us. Even Darren Cohn, the coach, even watched your power play. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for tuning in. I did. Yeah, I did see that Quenville was going to be back, which is which is kind of surprising. I figured that they were going to cut him loose. But well, you're I th- always thinking someone's going to get fired, Frank. But here, here's the thing. When I when I actually did hear about that. The big sigh you heard was from other coaches who were supposedly on the hot seat because if Quadville was available, They're getting his fired. phone would be his phone would have been ringing off the hook. But it's now like your the, phone on a Saturday night, eh? Not necessarily. Oh, okay, okay. But he'll he'll end up staying, and who knows how the rest of it's going to shake out? And probably after Sunday, we'll have have a version of Black Monday in the NHL where. Coaches get handed their pig slips. Black Monday, not like Martin Luther King Day Monday. <laughs> well, that's what they call it in the in the NFL. NFL, right? Not talking about black people. And Darren Cohn said, "Yes, sir. He's looking forward to joining us soon in about twenty minutes." I told David. Oh, there's David. David's going to call in real quick, so we'll get to David 
Harris says you got to leave at noon, and we'll talk a little NCAA, get your take on it, along with David the Man and God Harris. And then we'll also have Darren Cohn, the coach, the well traveler. You know, he's everywhere. I think he might be in Budapest or something. <laughs> I'm just joking, just joking. I kid, I kid. Uh, can the live be shared on WXUT's Facebook? Uh, not anymore because I'm no longer the sports director, so I can't share it. But Darren Cohn, if you want to, you can share it. I'll, I always make it public, so he can share it out there to his absolutely to his fans. But as long, since I'm not the sports director anymore, uh, obviously I don't have the access to the WXUT website anymore. So yeah. I lost uh, the keys to that. But anyway, unfortunately, with the with the, with us using the mics here, Frank's face is covered up by a mic. But you can mm-hmm. see my beautiful face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll take a quick break and listen to eighty eight point three WGTs after further review. That was Frank's power play. Mm-hmm. 